We are here for the March episode of Divorce Healthy, and we have a very special guest for you guys. So I am your host, Ashley Nicole Russell. I am an author and an attorney, and I wrote The Cure for Divorce Culture, and this is the podcast to help you get through the divorce that you're going through, or if you're in the middle of your parents' divorce, or your parents are divorced, or if you have any type of issues around um, divorce, we're here to make that a positive transition and to let you see that there is a positive way to get through this on the other side. Right now, we are in a crisis in our country, and it's affecting everyone. It's affecting business. It's affecting personal relationships. It's affecting the world. It's affecting countries. And we're all trying to do our best, and we're trying to do the best thing that we can. And we have with us today Dr. Jeff. He's known as America's psychologist, and we're very excited to have him here today. I actually met him through a good friend of mine, Ginger Gentile who produced the Erasing Families documentary about the different problems within the court system, the family court system that we have today. And Dr. Jeff is actually a co-producer of that with her. And he has been able to go through different press releases and NPO formats to talk about how important shared parenting is. And we were able to meet through Ginger. And Dr. Jeff is a friend of mine. And in thinking about what we have going on with the coronavirus and our parents who are dealing with co-parenting through this. Dr. Jeff and I thought that it would be a great conversation for you guys to be able to hear. And so thank you so much, Dr. Jeff, for being on with me today and taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to these parents across America and give your opinion as to how they can do the best that they can do by them by their children and for themselves during the middle of this pandemic that we have. Of course. And it's a pleasure to be with you, Ashley. Um, this is a very uh, extraordinary time in our lives and uh, one where we really now need to pay attention to the needs of our children. Absolutely. And, you know, these parents, the it, it's already a struggle just dealing with baseball and dealing with school and dealing with activities and what they want to do in life. And then later, you know, it's a struggle to deal with families that are mixed families that, you know, they're trying to co-parent the best that they can. They have their own hurt feelings. They have their own emotions. Divorce is such a traumatic time, both for children and for parents, if they're not using a process like collaborative, which is what we is our favored process here at my law firm. So what is your advice for those parents who are dealing with the struggles of co-parenting and then also trying to think about how they're going to manage the life and the, the two sides of the family in the middle of all of this with the coronavirus? Well, I think more than anything now, Ashley, this is the time we always talk about parents uh, needing to be cooperative, even if they're, especially if they're no longer married or they're on the outs as far as their relationship. I think the time has come for us to lay down all the, uh, all the swords. It's time for us to understand now in these very interesting and extraordinary times, we must have cooperation and communication throughout society, but especially that charity begins at home. Absolutely. And so what we have found, you know, with our clients, when I, I see both sides of the coin, I see my clients who are collaborative clients who can sit on both sides of the ball field, who can be there for their children, who can model stability and model appropriate communication. And then there are parents who are not necessarily adjusted to that, or they may be out of the litigation system and they may be receiving bad advice not to speak with the other side. During these types of, of times, we really want parents to be able to communicate with each other like you 
said, so that they can model stability for the children. Generally, what we see, and, and I'd love your opinion on this, is that children really see the reflection of their parents within themselves. And so whenever one parent is being disrespectful of the other or trying to cut off time with the other parent, then they start to feel like those things that that parent doesn't like about the other parent, they don't like within them as a child. And, and then that creates another layer of instability. And in the middle of what we have going on where there's already so much instability, children are out of school, they know things are not right. This has literally never happened in my lifetime. And, you know, they're really looking for that stability for their, from their parents. And the way we can model that best is communicating as parents in a way that they can receive that model and understand what proper communication is and what stability looks like. What is your opinion on that? Well, I, I, I would say uh, the answer is uh, absolutely ditto. Uh, look, I, I think we need to be completely honest with one another because it is uh, the denial that we've been in as to what's going on in our society with regard to COVID-19 that kind of has us uh, behind the curve. And we've seen that in the lack of leadership that has been exhibited. And so it's important that we come to the realization that the buck stops here. The buck stops with us as parents because we have to be able to communicate with one another about our children. It's not just about our own feelings, and we know our feelings are very hurt during a divorce. Uh, we know that perhaps we're very angry with that other partner, especially if we feel abandoned, especially if uh, infidelity has been part of that. We know that we may be very depressed because now we feel an abandonment uh, that in many ways we've never felt before, and we have to go it alone. But the bottom line is, it's not about us. It was never about us, Ashley, when it came to divorce. Uh, we always have to look at the children first, saving the children, because we'll get through the divorce as parents. But what happens to our children? They're the collateral damage. So now, if unfortunately we're going through a separation or divorce uh, during this COVID-19 pandemic, not only do the kids have to deal with the pressure of this new reality of this contagion, but now also of what's going with, on with us as the parents. So now we really have to be very cognizant that our children are already wounded emotionally as to what's going on, may be at risk. Health-wise, though we're probably more at risk health-wise because we're older with regard to how uh, this, um, this virus affects uh, different uh, age groups, but the bottom line is that we have to now really take care of our children. One day COVID-19, this time, will, will pass us. We, we will get through this, but I believe we're learning valuable lessons right now as to the importance of the conservation of the emotions, of the feelings, of the sanity of our children as we go through these different divorces. 
I 100% agree. And, you know, so I'm a child of divorce and my parents had a pretty bad divorce. And that's, you know, part of the reason that I've gotten into this, not only what I've seen with the amazing effects of my clients when they were able to use the collaborative process, stay out of court, maintain their integrity and maintain their own mental health um, to the extent possible versus what my parents went through. And I can only imagine, you know, I had already felt, you know, if I was just invited on a sleepover while I was on my mom's weekend, you know, and it was going to interfere with her time and I was going to be in my dad's neighborhood, I was already feeling the strain of that as a child. I can't imagine the, what the children children feel being out of school, being with one parent or the other, worried about the other parent. And then who do they talk to? Because if they talk to their mom or dad about it, then they're just going to get mad that they're worried about the other parent. But that's not what we want. You know, we want our parents to say, I totally understand that you miss your dad or that you're worried about his mental health right now or about his safety during COVID. I fully understand that you that you are, are worried about him because that's your dad. Absolutely call him. We want you to be able to maintain that communication. Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, I fully understand that you're worried about mom or you're worried about your other sibling that's at another house that's not in this house. Here, get pick up the phone. Let's call mom. Show that united front so that the children can see it's okay. It's okay that I'm concerned about the other household. It's natural to be concerned about the other place that a child lives. It's not a personal right. affront. It's not an attack. Though it's like you said, we're in this place going through divorce where it's it's easy to feel like people are out to get you or that you, you're in a very unsafe place or you're in uncharted territory and that things are ever changing and it feels like quicksand. So then, you know, our less evolved selves come out. But we can't, we've got to keep in mind to keep that in check with the children because when they hear that and when they see that, it's different than when you're chatting with your girlfriend or when you're chatting with one of your buds. You know, they don't, they don't understand that your animosity towards that person is actually the person that created life in them. It's a little bit different of a filter and we have to remember that, especially during the times of COVID. And, COVID-19, what an amazing perspective it has given us on our society and how it operates, Dr. Jeff. (laughs) I mean, it it really shines a light on to the importance of uh, social interactions, the importance of having the support of, of family and friends. It shines a light on the importance of a society and people communicating and cooperating with one another. And even with social distancing, which will help flatten that curve, which has become such an issue for us with regard to the incidence of disease around COVID-19, more than anything else, it tells us that we have to maintain some sort of interaction with one another. Mm-hmm. And just the it's just an amazing perspective, one of how our society operates to the level that we're willing to go to help other people. So for instance, we have a lady that's on a cruise ship from Greenville, North Carolina, that's, you know, cruising around in the ocean. She's not able to come back to port when she does. There are, t- there are 20 cases, I think, confirmed. But when she does, she's going to have to go to a military base. And, you know, her statement when they talked to her was, I just want to make sure I don't infect my community that is uninfected right now. I'm okay with doing this. Like what? How, that's that's humanity. That is us being able to see humanity. And right now, we need our children to see us as humanity and having that human instinct to take care. The other person may not be in work right now, or they may own a business. Your ex-spouse or the father or mother of your child may own a business. They may be struggling financially now. The world 
anything that is weak at this moment, if it's a business, if it's a person, they're, they're going to be more affected by this. That is something that we need to be aware of. And we want to have that empathy. We want to have that human element right now where we can exemplify that for our children. I mean, don't you think Dr. Jeff, this is that moment where you can either show your children or not show your children. (laughs) Absolutely. And, and, and that moment is, and, and why I think that people are able to voluntarily self quarantine or, or isolate themselves is because it really is about understanding that this is greater than just the individual. This is really about society. You don't want, even if you're, you're asymptomatic, you see a lot of young people hanging out. They need to understand that they can't do that because even though they're asymptomatic, even if they do get sick and it's very mild, that they can actually, if they get this thing, they can actually spread it and it can kill people. People with uh, compromised uh, immune systems, people who are over 60, especially those over 70 and older. So it really is about social responsibility. And I think we're all learning that. If we, if we never knew the lesson, we're learning it now. Absolutely. And one of the things that, you know, perspective is all about awareness and about where you're standing and what you're looking at. And I think all the time I'm trying to get my clients to to let them know you're not standing beside the rook. You're not wrapping your arms around the rook. Sit up, look down on the chessboard. That's where you're at. Step out of the woods. You're staring at the bark. You're staring at an ant or a termite crawling around on the wood. Like I need you to pull back and see the entire forest. And right now we're being forced. We're being forced to pull way back and see the world and see our country and see America and see our responsibility to the planet and to other people. And where do we right. stand in all of this? And we're being forced to, ma- to have that perspective. And that's what we want in family law. Family law is so self-centered and selfish and self-involved. And we want to try to pull way back from that in family law as well. And it's not often that our, that our society has its own self-cleansing mechanism where it makes you have a perspective. And right now we're in the middle of that. We're in the middle of the world is forcing us to do that. And in that is this can be the moment that it all changes. You know, if the parents that have been spiteful, that have been damaging to their children, that didn't mean to be, but we're just dealing with their own mental health issues. You know, Dr. Jeff, like it's so easy to just have that to become self-absorbed whenever you're scared and whenever you're lonely. And whenever you're depressed. And, 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 that's, and that's part of the advice I've been giving to people out there, that now is not the time to shrink into your own head. Right. Yes, I understand that you, you may want to isolate so you don't get sick. I understand that you may want to self-quarantine so you don't get others sick. But now is not the time to just look at this as in a narcissistic way. How am I going to get through this? What's going to happen? How's my life going to change? We really need to look at it as how are we all going to do what we need to do in order to mitigate COVID-19 as much as possible and make sure that together we learn the habits, uh, whether it be hygiene, whether it's social distancing, whether it's how we lend a hand to others, how we do the things that will get us through this through this crisis, through one of the the worst crises that we've faced in our modern history, how do we do this? Amen. Um, and and it is through through community. 
It is. And to know, you know, you have a greater impact on this world than just you. So easy it is for us to just center in and zoom in and think, okay, I've got to get through this. Me, I've got to get through this. We know we've all got to get through this. And I think we've made that very apparent. All forms and walks of life are having to have a self-realization equally. And this is that moment, you know, there's it's it's hard to make a change in your life, Dr. Jeff. You know, it's hard to be able to say, okay, I'm going to, you know, be a different person tomorrow. And I'm going to really work on this part of my personality that needs work. Well, if you've been co-parenting and you don't think you've been doing it well, and you're starting to make some realizations that maybe you could have had a little bit more empathy or more understanding, and maybe you haven't been modeling the best behavior for your children, you can make it all better. All you got to do is change right now. And right now is the start is the place to start. Communicate with your co-parent, figure out what the big, what the big family plan is for COVID. What are you going to do if school's extended another two weeks out or what if, what are we going to do if there's another 30 days? Businesses are going to, are going to start to really be affected in a very large way. And they're going to start to have their own effects, which then will affect our accessibility to commodities and things that we need. What is your family plan? Do you think it's important right now, Dr. Chef, for these parents to get on the phone with each other or email or text each other and start to figure out what they're going to be doing in the next 30 days? I don't even have to uh, reiterate what you're <laughs> saying there, Ashley, because it's not just law, it's uh, it's common sense, right? You're not just speaking as an attorney, you're speaking as a human being and someone who's been through this, uh, you know, with, with your own parents. Let me tell you something. If we don't realize and if we're not affected emotionally by what's happening in our society with COVID-19, then we are robots or androids. (laughs) Uh, This pandemic is humbling each and every one of us and really making us see how precious human life is and how precious the emotional life of our children are. So Uh, So I can tell you for a fact, that people who are going through divorce or who have divorced or a combination of those two and have never gotten along, well, guess what? They're getting along now because they are making plans and cooperating with one another as to how to keep their families safe. Amen. And it's so important. Safety is so important. And getting us on the same page, you know, at least there is some silver lining, Dr. Jeff, that people are realizing communication is so important. Taking care of your fellow person, your community, the people around you, it's important. It's greater than you. And for those parents, it's right now. You can take the opportunity right now. You can put the pride aside. You can have that humbling experience. Humbling, you know, that's such a, that humility, that word, Dr. Jeff, our society struggles with humility. I feel like this day and age. And uh, I think, what do you think yes, about that? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I, I have to jump in here. You know, as Americans, we, we, we tend to have this sense of privilege. You know, we're Americans. Mm-hmm. Wherever we go, we're Americans. What we don't know is a lot of people laugh at us when we say we're Americans uh, because of the perception of Americans these days. That's where we get this idea of the ugly American and all that kind of stuff. But bottom line is, you know, there have been nations every day in the Middle East, in Africa, in other parts of the world that have had to deal with war, that have had to deal with terrorism, that have to deal with famine, that have to deal with poverty, that have to deal with climate issues. 
and they do it every single day. They don't know from one day to the next whether they'll be able to feed their children. They don't know from one day to the next whether they'll have a roof over their heads or whether their homes will be bombed or whether they'll die of uh, all sorts of diseases, right? And so now we have been humbled by COVID-19. Now we have been brought to our knees emotionally and psychologically and perhaps even physically. And now we understand what these other parts of the world have had to deal with. And some having to deal with COVID-19. Some who have dealt with Ebola. And I believe in this humbling that we are experiencing, I would hope that as divorcing parents, staying on topic with your podcast, that with these divorcing parents or divorced parents, that they are humbled to put their differences aside, their anger, their resentment, their hurt, and come together in order to keep their families and their children safe emotionally and physically. And that's what it should have been about a long time. So if it took COVID-19 to do this, (laughs) then so be it. So we wish it never had happened. And I'm sorry for the loss of life, but we've got to learn lessons, many valuable lessons from COVID-19. And I hope that divorcing parents understand now the real meaning of life with what we're all going through. I'm so there with you, Dr. Jeff. I mean, you know, I, I'm so, you know, it's so sad that COVID-19 is happening, but when I look around and when I see my families and I see my parents and I see my clients, you know, I know that they're taking that deep breath that I've been trying to get them to see. And so many people for so many varying things, you know, people may be going through other things that are also traumatic independently of divorce, but we're having to have an understanding here that there are greater, more important things than hurt feelings and pride and ego. And, you know, a breakup is a breakup and it sucks. But at the end of the day, there are children and there are people and there are communities. And and when we get these divorces going, it's not just the children that are affected. It's the teachers and the principals and the neighbors. They're all being subpoenaed. Your work, your people around you, you're in conflict. Your conflict management isn't great with the others that are around you. You know, it's a ripple. And right now we can see that ripple because it's a tidal wave. That tidal wave is smacking us in the face. And so we can, that ripple has become very apparent and and what our effect is on the world. And I really think, just like you said, Dr. Jeff, that this is going to be such a great reality check for so many people. And I think we needed it. I mean, how amazing is it that the world is stopping for a second to focus on family and to focus on community? Is that, I mean, you know, like there's such a silver lining there. And for us to just really focus on the positive aspect of this, I think what I want, it's so hard for the people who are in a traumatic situation in a divorce situation like this to have that minute with their mind flips, Dr. Jeff, and they actually do start thinking about everyone else and their children. It's, it's not, it's just due to the nature of trauma. That's what you do as a human to get through it. But, and so it's hard, it's hard to have that mental flip. And I think this is a beautiful opportunity. It's a beautiful opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I, I, get, I think the other part of that, that we really must be cognizant of is that if we don't have this humanity, if we don't cooperate with one another, 
if we don't take into consideration our neighbors and our relatives with regard to this COVID-19, that the numbers are going to be much, much worse than what they are now. They'll continue to increase exponentially. And then we will be forced through draconian measures to do the things that voluntarily we're beginning to do right now. Agreed. There won't be such a thing as, oh, well, it's a voluntary uh, quarantine. It's going to be mandatory quarantine and quarantining whole cities at a time. So if we don't rise to the occasion right now, and how about then, lack of control? You know, that's what we're saying is it's going to be even more of a lack of control than we have right now. But how great of a message, Dr. Jeff, that you're just saying is that if you control now, you maintain your control. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's right. If you keep it in your hands now. And I think that's the other that's the other thing that as uh, as divorced or divorcing parents, we need to understand. Let's not get to the point. You know, forget about COVID-19. Let's just go to what it is that you do, Ashley, as far as your work and, and working with parents. If you wait until your children have become collateral damage, it could be too late in order to now try to mitigate the situation of restoring the mental health of your children. Don't wait till that happens. Be proactive from the very beginning as far as looking at the mental health of your children and the importance of the two of you cooperating and being civil to one another. A hundred percent. Just in the same vein, you know, if you control your process from the beginning, if you maintain your own control, if the two of you sit down at the kitchen table or, you know, and your social distance kitchen table <laughs> and mm -hmm. talk about or via, you know, Skype or Zoom and you talk about, you know, what do we need to do? This is now a business. Your family went to a you went to a business partnership. What do we need to do to main control ourselves over our children instead of putting it in the hands of someone else who barely knows your family and is is going to make a decision about it. It's the same exact right. scenario. Maintain your control now and you'll have your control over your life. You give it up exactly. from the beginning. You hire an attorney who's going to parade you right on into court and your children too. Well, you're not going to have control over your life, you know? And so it's it's very similar. It's, it's strikingly similar to me. Of course, I'm on this mission and it's very important to me. But um, it's strikingly similar to me of the same vein of maintain this control over your life now. We need to be doing it during COVID-19. We need to be maintaining the control over what we're doing, making sure that our footprint on this is is managed. And then in the same vein, in your in your own domestic life, in your home life, main control, main, maintain control over your family. Don't give it away to someone else just because you're making poor decisions. You know, you can make those intelligent and purposeful decisions now. Hire an attorney with integrity. If the person sitting across the table from you does not have your values, then they're probably not the person for you. And then maintain who you are as a person and be kind and be humble and be be what you want your children to be. They're watching. Are they watching us, Dr. Jeff? <laughs> uh, they are watching us. And uh, But here's something interesting, Ashley. You ready for some uh, self-revelation here? Yeah. The other day I called my ex-wife and I said, listen, with this COVID-19 uh, raging the way it is, you are welcome to come and stay with us because I have uh, custody of all my children. You are welcome to come and stay with us at our home whoop, whoop. Uh, where I live. And at first she said, well, I don't know. It's your house. What I was like, listen, 
you are welcome to stay with us. And she actually said yes. Look at that. Oh, my goodness. That is amazing. And how's it going? Well, she hasn't gotten there yet, and I'm making sure that I have a big bottle of vodka because I'm going to have to take a couple of martinis uh, before uh, I see her every Some mental day, distancing with your it. social distancing. <laughs> That's right. A little bit of uh, psychological distancing with a little help of uh, my good doctor, Dr. Johnny Walker Black. Just kidding. Just kidding, folks. Hey, Don't self-medicate. No. Deal with it on your own. Dr. Yes. Jeff, just trying to make a little joke because, you know, Humor is important in these uh, in these is. very difficult times. We have we have to learn to laugh a little bit, and of course, don't get me started about the importance of prayer, even while you're going through this situation of COVID nineteen. Absolutely, ask for help for greater higher sources. But I am amazed, and I think that it, look at you role modeling. Oh my goodness, I'm so pumped. You know why, Doctor Jeff? I'm pumped for your kids. I'm pumped for them to see that level of humanity in you. I'm pumped for them to see that you love that portion of her that made them, because that's going to exactly. keep them stabilized for life. That's going to keep them. There, our children are going to deal with conflict. You know, we want to keep them in this little padded room until they're twenty. But the reality of that is then they're going to sleep on your couch forever because they don't know how to stand on their own two feet and fly. And so, you know, they're going to deal with something. If that's something they're going to deal with is you divorcing and you maintain control over it and show them how to have character and how to be a good person and how to be kind, then you've exactly modeled for them what to do in conflict, which is what you want. You want to set them up for Mm -hmm. success. And you just did exactly that, which of course you did because this is what you do for a living. But I'm so proud and I'm so happy for your kids. And I think, you know, even with that, everything is boundaries, right, Dr. Jeff? I mean, absolutely. just got to maintain your boundaries, your family's boundaries. Exactly. And boundaries are important because it gives us rules that we can follow and we need rules. But I'll tell you, you know, I don't think it was such a big, I'm I'm glad I shared this with you and your audience, but it goes to this idea that as experts, when we talk the talk, we have to walk the walk. But even as parents who are divorcing or divorced, it's important that if we talk the talk, we walk the walk. If we want our kids to be decent in their lives, then we must be decent with one another, even as we're going through a divorce. So I think that's really what it's all about. Dr. Jeff, this has been so great. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with me and us having this positive message in the middle of all of this chaos. I mean, really, we've identified two or three things out of this where COVID-19 is actually helping people to have that perspective, to have that reality check and to have that co-parenting symbiotic relationship. And that's, you know, if we can have some positive effects about this and we can talk about it. I'm so pumped to do that and put some positive energy into this world because we need it. I'm so excited about what's going on in your life and how wonderful you and your two families are able to operate as well. I think that that's amazing. And thank you for walking the walk. I also try to do that in my own life. And I think that, you know, I am a child of divorce. My parents didn't do it all that well. But then when I was divorced, I used the collaborative process and we're still friends. And I think that every day, the day that we can take our step towards humanity, and do what's right by other people is the day that we're living a good life and having a good day. And so 
I appreciate you so much for being on here. And thank you so much. This is our March episode of Divorce Healthy with Dr. Jeff, America's psychologist here to be our expert today and give us some amazing advice on how to get through COVID-19 and co-parenting. And these have been some great tips. Oh my gosh, I think our listeners are going to be so pumped to be able to hear such a positive message. And what a great place. If if you're going through a divorce, today is your day. Let this be your springboard. Let this be where you wipe the the slate clean and all of that animosity that you had before. It's not just going to dissipate, but at least keep your character and be a good co-parent and know that your children are watching. So we're here for you. This is Divorce Healthy. Stay tuned next time for our April episode, and we will be coming back with you with more experts, other attorneys and clients, so that we can help you understand that it is possible to have a positive life after divorce. And we're here to help you get there. Have an awesome day. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Divorce Healthy, your guide to mastering conflict resolution at home and in the workplace. To inquire about speaking engagements, purchase your copy of Ashley Nicole's book, The Cure for Divorce Culture, or to schedule your private orientation meeting, head to www.anrlaw.com. You can also find us on social media at ANR Law. Find a better way forward right here on Divorce Healthy.